0: to the podcast Psychodrama with Nomad Girl. It is me, Janse Ahmed Sadek, Nomad Girl from Kazakhstan. And I do this podcast in a collaboration with the Psychodrama Association for Europe. In this podcast, you will hear psychodramatists all over the world who share the experience and ideas. Our aim is to make the psychodrama world closer. You can find the podcast on different platforms such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, and others. If you want to hear more guests and stories, please support the podcast on patreon.com. The link is in the description. Your help means a lot. And the first episode, our guest was Ina Hogenboom from Netherlands, Europe. We talked about psychodrama in working with trauma and couple psychodrama. And today our guest is from Asia, Singapore, Sharmini Winslow, the founder of the Psychodrama Institute in Singapore. Welcome and enjoy. I'm Zsaya. Yes, I am from Kazakhstan, actually. But uh, this fourth year I live in Budapest. I studied here and now I work live here uh, mm-hmm. also now this is the second year I'm studying psychodrama in Berlin oh. wow. this is my project. Uh, I'm starting a podcast audio mm-hmm. podcasts called psychodrama mm-hmm. with Nomad girl um, psychodrama with sorry. with Nomad girl no nomad. Man. Yes. Oh,
1: you are a nomad because you move around. Oh, I get it.
0: And also our ancestors, Kazakhstan, are used to be.
1: Sure. Very exciting.
0: Yeah. So um, how are you? How was your day until the interview?
1: (laughs) Oh, great day. Very relaxing. Great weekend. So... I'm very curious to, to hear more about you know this interview and what you are wanting to learn and find out so that uh, we can have a great
0: discussion. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, how is now Singapore in terms of these restrictions? Uh,
1: we are doing fine actually. Um, we're allowed to have visitors in our house and um, we can go out. So restaurants are open. We are restricted to eight people per table and you're allowed only eight visitors to your house. So it's quite good, you know, it's still feels not as bad as last year. Last year was quite uh, restricted. So Mm
0: -hmm. slowly
1: getting easier. Yeah. And I got, I got my vaccine um, wow. last week. So I've had my second dose. So mm-hmm. I'm, feeling, I'm feeling good. I feel uh, no side effects so far, the second dose. And uh, I guess I have a bit more peace of mind, you know, that because I work in a medical, um, a medical, facility so you know we all had to get the vaccine so it's good.
0: I see yeah I think you're the first person that I meet <laughs> who were vaccinated. Okay yeah. I was uh, looking at your website which mm-hmm. is drama Singapore and yes. uh, you're the director of this foundation mm-hmm. uh, can you tell more uh, when and how did you establish it?
1: Psychodrama Singapore was um, something that came out of my passion for psychodrama. I started by having open sessions run, you know, so awareness for people in Singapore because I had been training. I started training in Australia in 2010 and I was... very excited after attending a weekend workshop there and uh, then I went back again for more training and you know I started learning how to direct psychodramas and I had a supervisor I was working with and uh, you know I said I, I would really like to start having um, open sessions and so with my supervisors uh, help I started running open sessions and then you know the the idea for publicity, how to sort of let people know about it, I had to come up with some kind of platform and the organization I was working with um, is more a clinical organization very medical they didn't really have any place for me to advertise psychodrama. So I thought I'll set up a Facebook page. And so it started with a Facebook page, which then went on to um, a website, spread the, the, the word about psychodrama and how powerful it is in Singapore. And so that's how it started back in 2012 or 11. Yeah, so we started running workshops. I would bring in trainers from Australia and New Zealand and then the US and um, people would come and learn how to use some of the psychodrama tools. And so, you know, from there we started having this, Organization, this website, and uh, this, I guess, space that people can come to to find out about psychodrama. Yeah. yeah, so that's how it happened kind of slowly, you know, kind of building and building.
0: And now it seems to be one of the biggest psychodrama centers in Singapore. Yeah,
1: it, well, I, is it the biggest? I don't know. <laughs> I
0: don't know it too. I
1: don't, Are there other psychodrama centers in Singapore? uh, At the moment, not that I know of. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I am the only psychodramatist in Singapore at the moment. Yeah. Um, You know, I I sat for my board certification with the American Board of Examiners in America. So um, I think I'm the only one at the moment in Singapore.
0: Then it's my pleasure to meet you.
1: Well, thank you. You know, I'm excited about it. It is my passion.
0: Yeah. Also, I read that you were studying dance, fine arts in dance in your yeah. past. Yeah. Uh, how is it influencing your work in psychodrama? Okay. So
1: I guess for me, being a dancer and a dance teacher, I think, I find it a lot easier to facilitate groups because I've been teaching dance since I was 18 years old, 18, 19 years old. So, you know, standing in the dance class, having everyone look at you and telling them what to do. I mean, it's very easy to then become a psychodrama director, you know, because it is all about getting the group together, getting them to follow, and then, and then. Um, being spontaneous that that part you know being a choreographer as a dancer you choreograph and you go with the flow so uh, that has always been part of my way of working and so you know I never prepare everything in advance I might prepare something but then when I come to a dance class or come to a group it's always, I don't know what's gonna happen next because based on what the group is like, I adapt. So I guess it's it's um, made me um, not afraid to be sort of taken by surprise or, or to rise up to a new moment. You know, when, when we talk about spontaneity, right? Um, a fresh response to an old situation or an adequate response to a new situation, right?
0: Also the body movements, right? Uh, uh,
1: yeah, so being well. in my body, feeling comfortable in my body. So, yeah, so quite often um, in my groups, I use a lot of warm-ups that are physical because it's easy, easy for me to, to lead that and using music. And so, you know, I help people sort of warm up with dance movement, walking around the room. And yeah, so it it definitely is second nature for me, yes.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you still uh, practice dancing? Uh, Only at home, (laughs) for fun. (laughs) I see. So now you're in psychodrama. And uh, also, I saw that um, you have um, special works for women for ladies for girls mm-hmm. uh, you run some workshops and trainings for girls home uh, yes yes also I saw that um, some therapists in prison mm-hmm. the breast cancer foundation mm-hmm. yeah um, can you tell more about um, this you're eager to help I really
1: love working with women
0: and um, and there's something
1: really powerful when women get together. There's a support and a safety that um, I create it for women. And it always ends up becoming like a sisterhood, you know, where we just end up laughing so much and crying together. And uh, there was one women's group where spontaneously they started playing this song from the 1980s called let's talk about sex baby let's talk about and uh, then you know it became like a joke every week they would uh, joke about it and we ended up doing a um like a drama about sex and about uh sperm and the egg and somebody was the sperm and somebody was the egg and we we did this whole uh drama that was just very creative and the women were enjoying themselves so much just being as a warm-up we did it as a warm-up but it was so uh free for them to just sort of speak out all these things that in, in society, people say, oh, don't talk about it, don't, you know, and suddenly we are all dramatizing the sexual act at a biological level and, you know, at a cellular level and uh, just having fun, you know, being, being like little girls again, you know, like, like we're back in school again. And, uh, you know, here women who are in their 40s and 50s going back to being like schoolgirls again and having so much fun. And, and I guess that for me is the power of women's groups, you know, bringing women back to a time in their lives when they had, they were carefree and then helping them to translate it then into their lives today and bring that, that fun, loving, spontaneous self into their lives currently so yeah there's a power there and you know without men there so you don't have to edit yourself or be careful of what you say or you know there's no pressure to act a certain way because when guys are around we always feel kind of like oh do I need to impress them or do I need to be careful you know so that's the power I find in women's groups.
0: Sounds so engaging and attractive Yes. I, I agree with you uh, because I also studied the high school that is only for girls. Mm. And we used to have a lot of fun. Yes. You take um, and mostly education from the United States. And in your last post, you wrote that uh, you went to meet with Tian Dayton. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. How was that? it uh, was wonderful.
1: I I studied, okay, so yes, my, my psychodrama training started in Australia and then I moved on to the US. After seven years with Australia, I moved to the, to study with the Americans. And uh, in 2020, January, I was introduced to Tian Dayton by a friend of mine in California who knows her and he said you know the two of you should get to know each other because uh you know you're both very I don't know he he loves both of us this guy Rob Weiss and so we um I was going to the conference that Tian was speaking at so we emailed back and forth before the conference so I went to this conference it was on trauma and Tian was um teaching about you know, using psychodrama uh, to work with trauma and uh, relationship trauma repair. Uh, a wonderful experience to be in this group that she led and then uh, to talk with her later about her work. And uh, I tried to invite her to Singapore and she said she doesn't want to travel so far um, because she's just tired of traveling, so she told me, "You know, you you teach what I I I have, and and I will help you spread it. With I I can supervise you, but uh, you go teach it." So that was uh, a wonderful surprise to meet her and and talk with her about that, and to have her endorse what I'm doing. So that is what you know, that was wonderful. Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so wonderful Right before the pandemic right yes that was just before in fact
1: I did not want to go on that trip because the whole of 2019 I was traveling to New York for training and I had gone there gone on so many trips that I was tired of traveling so January I didn't want to go but um, I went and then In March or April, everything shut down. So I was so glad I managed to get out one more time. Yeah.
0: Lucky. Um, And what is the condition of psychodrama in Singapore? Uh, So you said you're the only one uh, who is giving it. So how much people are aware of it? How much people come and experience it? I
1: think that people are are becoming more aware of it. Um, You know, over the many years that we've been running open sessions, we have had a lot of people come through and experience our open sessions. Um, And then with different trainers who have come through, I brought in uh, Rebecca Walters from Hudson Valley Psychodrama Institute. Uh, So she has run about a few workshops she's come through. I think people are, are, are more and more excited about using psychodrama. They they I'm not sure they want to do the full certification because, you know, it takes so many hours. I'm sure you, you know, right, how many hours um, you need to have. And so a lot of people don't want to do the full hours, but they They want to learn how to use maybe the empty chair or how to use doubling you know with their clients I've run workshops where someone taught taught them how to do sociodrama so that you know they can incorporate that in their work so not pure psychodrama people are not using pure psychodrama but they are taking some of the ideas, and adding it to their repertoire as therapists. And, uh, you know, I've, I've given, uh, like, open sessions for uh, psychologists, so that they experienced it. And then some of them have come for my ongoing groups, and, you know, then um, learned uh, uh, some things, and are using it. So, That is, at the moment, how it is in Singapore. I think there are a couple of other people who have been training with uh, the UK who have not finished their training yet. At the moment, I think I'm the only person who has gone through the whole certification process.
0: And by your ongoing groups, you mean them training groups that are doing certification or therapy group? So these are personal
1: development groups for people who want to just work through issues uh, coming up for them. So um, currently in the group that I'm running, most of the people in the group are therapists themselves, but uh, they're coming for their own well-being. And, uh, you know, every week we do a psychodrama for some uh, different protagonists. Mm -hmm.
0: This is what you call personal growth up group.
1: Yeah, right? personal growth groups.
0: Yeah, it's an ongoing, so we do
1: six weeks, then we have a break, then we do another six weeks. So I do that for uh, young professionals. I also have a women's group that I run, also for women who want to work through their issues. I am thinking of starting another group for young people who um, are struggling to become adults. (laughs) I think it's a real struggle for a lot of people who are making that transition from being a teenager to being an adult, but nowadays being a teenager stretches stretches a bit longer and people still feel like teenagers when they are 20 something Mm -hmm. and uh, they don't want to become adults
0: yet yeah I think there are hardships in that great I have uh, some blitz questions oh okay yeah so when was the time and how did you feel as a protagonist for the first time Mm, When was the time? So the first
1: time I was a protagonist uh, was that first psychodrama weekend in Australia. And that was 2010. And how did I feel? Um, I felt so wonderful. I felt so free after that. I mean, it was a psychodrama about my childhood, about my um, I, I I had a conversation with my father because my father used to scold me about my schoolwork. And so I was able to, as an adult, have um, tell my father on behalf of my younger self, tell my father it was not okay what he did. I felt so satisfied and I, I had catharsis and... Um, a change of perspective and so I felt really yes it was a wonderful freeing and
0: healing experience yeah and very deep work Mm, yes and what is psychodrama for you what is psychodrama
1: for me Um, psychodrama for me is a way of life because it is about spontaneity It's about being creative and, you know, um, Moreno's canon of creativity, he always talks about how there's always a new moment. There's always a new moment and we keep creating and we keep warming up to a new moment and then we have a creative experience experience without spontaneity and then there's a new new thing that develops you know and a new role that emerges or a new way of seeing things so you know on one hand psychodrama is my work but on the other hand I try to bring it into my life as well so sometimes my husband will say stop doing your psychodrama thing on me (laughs) because I start doubling him it goes stop Trying to double me, I know what you're doing. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yes. And um, lastly, uh, if you met with Moreno, what would you say to him?
1: Oh my gosh. If I met with Moreno, what would I say to him? I would say, i would have a lot of questions what was it like? I would wanna ask him, what was it like? You know, especially when you wrote, when he wrote the words of the father, when he roll reversed with God and he wrote all over the walls of that room, you know, he wrote the, I was like, wow, what was it like? You know, to roll reverse with God and just write. Um, I'd be very interested to know that. Um, I would want to say thank you to him for his wonderful vision, you know, that has helped change so many lives. I would want to say thank you so much for that gift, for your, for your sort of sacrifice and your gifts, um, and for, for that, uh, you know, amazing way of seeing things
0: that transformed my life. That's what I would want to say. That sounds very deep coming from your heart. Thank you very much. It was very nice to meet you and to hear from you. I really felt felt in love with psychodrama again with you.
1: It's a good thing you're doing. So, you know, just keep going. Yeah. Very exciting.
0: And then stay healthy. Yes, you so too. And, and I wish
1: you all the best in your psychodrama training. Thanks. Maybe one day we will see you in Singapore. Oh. Or or in Europe.
0: Yeah, sure. When we start traveling again. Uh, have a nice evening. Bye. Bye bye. This is the podcast Psychodrama with Nomad Girl. Thanks for being with us. Stay healthy. Stay tuned until the new episode with a new guest and support us on patreon.com the link is in description